Hello Creative Pack fans, it's uh, day nine, I'm Scott and this is my Creative Pack for today. I thought it would be interesting to talk just a little bit about kind of how communications changed in my life actually. I'm kind of prompted from my talk from talking about jobs yesterday when I just kind of said how I receive mountains of email but just no postal mail anymore. And that made me think about the other ways that I communicate with with people and I just thought it'd be interesting maybe just to remark and just remark about it just for just for interest. I guess, you know, so, and as I said, email's my main one, but I I thought back, and I don't know if people remember, but um, do you remember things like ICQ, ICQ service, where you had a set of numbers that represented yourself? I remember it was a really great way to talk to, uh, to talk to strangers, actually. People you know met, you could just chat with them over the connection, it was really cool, and I remember spending a lot of time chatting with people from all around the world, um, a lot of Americans, and it was, it was fascinating to, to be able to do that at the time. You know, it wasn't something you kind of did so much. Uh, TV was, well, it, you know, TV was still kind of British-led rather than American-dominated as it is at the moment. So it was kind of interesting to see that. That was ICQ. And then things like, um, I remember being introduced to IRC services through um, playing a lot of Red Alert over dial-up mode, modems. And kind of a lot of a lot of kind of conversation about that happened over IRC networks afterwards. So kind of started hanging out in IRC networks. And IRC still, still exists as far as I know. Um, Yes, it does. I'm saying Freenode and people like that are still there. So you can still kind of chat on an IRC service, which is a nice, it, it's it's a kind of, it's a nice service where you can, you you know, people be whatever they want to be. And it's it's not really related to real, well, a lot of it isn't related to real life. I'm saying people do use it for formal support, but, you, you know, a lot of things are kind of non-real life. The first real life related service I remember using was things like MSN Messenger, where it was very much a way of keeping in contact with friends from school and stuff. It was, you know, you all swapped uh, messenger addresses and with the introduction of things like FreeServe, where you could, uh, you know, surf the internet for free for 59 minutes and then it hung, hung up on you was a really great addition as well. You could, you know, you could start doing that. I remember that was about the time that I started really winding my parents up because I would literally be driving, you know, while I was home, I would have a computer connected to the internet at the time it would have been a trying to think probably a 486 something like that you know fairly fairly kind of low spec machine really um i i hung around with hotmail and messenger for quite a while i remember picking up skype um and starting to use that primarily through being at university that kind of happened um i started using skype to talk to people i became involved with an it consultancy called iron consultancy and a lot of their consultancy work was done we did via skype using skype to support clients all around the world in remote locations and i remember skype was really exciting because not only did you have the chat facility there but you also had the ability just to talk to people with actual voice was just incredible and that was i remember having the opportunity to take a lot of people i'd met off um kind of icq service and actually being able to say hello to them for the first time and really this podcast is actually all of the interviews i've done so far for this podcast have been done over skype as well and it's such an enabling technology and really helps to kind of you know bring the you know i think to make the kind of global village a reality um, obviously i'm saying in the way that e the way that email has been so destructive to the mail service and things like skype are becoming very destructive to the kind of traditional t telephony services as well um you know i mean IP is the delivery mechanism, you know, IP is the delivery mechanism now. There's, you know, the electrical, you know, the analog telephone network is is pretty much gone. The digital network that replaced it is kind of starting to starting to dry as well now because, you know, an IP-based system where you can push any data anywhere is, you know, a much better thing. 
I remember um, while I was living in London, I got a Gmail invite, a fairly early invite into Gmail. And the thing I always remember about Gmail was the auto add, where anybody you'd exchanged an email with any ever became in your contact address book. And I remember one day going to look at my contacts and realizing I had, I think it was something insane, like 5,000 email addresses in there. And just thinking to myself, wow, it's incredible how many people you can, you do communicate with, with, with email without thinking about it. Um, Gmail replaced Hotmail mainly because for me, mainly because of the incredible kind of search facility labels were then introduced, which was cool. I now have Gmail with labels, multiple inbox, the multiple inbox lab turned on and it really is everywhere I live. Um, you can actually email me on about, at last count, I had 39 email addresses through a variety of businesses and organizations. And you can email me on any of them and they all end up in Gmail. And I'm really glad that Gmail have started to get remote SMTP server support sorted because that makes it a lot easier to make it convincing. Um, after Gmail, obviously, Facebook appeared and kind of changed the world. Um, I really do think Facebook kind of changed everything, actually. Um, it was social. We now live with social. It was the first, for me, the first real kind of social thing and kind of done well. And the great thing about Facebook was obviously the fact that it was a great way to rediscover all of your old friends, <laughs> which it really was. And saying I got like people I hadn't spoken to since leaving school. And I, I think I did pretty well. I still have some friends from school who I still kind of speak to on a fairly regular basis. But Facebook let me find out about everything. And now it's kind of weird when you meet somebody in the street who are, you haven't seen for nine months, but you kind of Facebook stalk them every day of the week. So you kind of know exactly where they are. Um, a service that a lot of people wouldn't probably think to mention this kind of thing is actually Flickr. But the reason I mentioned Flickr is um, through the, I, there's a Flickr group where I live and through that, and I meet up with that group on a fairly regular basis, kind of every other month or so. And I thought that was quite interesting because out of all of these things, the online community that I meet the most people in real life from who I don't know in any other capacity other than online initially is actually the Flickr groups. And it's people from Flickr who I then meet in real life who... So I thought that was, in, yeah, I thought that was an interesting observation. For all these other services that I do use, Flickr is the one that actually drives the most real life engagement for me, I find. Um, Twitter obviously appeared. Um, I have a Twitter account. I never know how I feel about Twitter because... I, I'm very conscious of the fact that I feel like I'm really just advertising things all the time, things that are like personal to myself. And for a bit, I felt really guilty about that because I know people have like engaging conversations and exchanges and stuff on there. But I find that I tend to do that. But inevitably, they, it tends to be a I say this is something I've just done or I'm doing and somebody will make a reply back to that and then I'll reply to that. I'm very conscious that it's always like that. I don't tend to kind of reply to people on Twitter very often directly just as a Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, you know, well, that kind of thing. I don't know. It's just one about the service and the and the way it works. I think the other issue is that I've never found a client which really makes it easy for me to do things in Twitter. I find that inevitably people interact with me on Twitter, and the first thing I hear about it is because I have the email notifications turned on, and it appears in my inbox as I, this happened. And the final service I'll mention is Google Plus, which I am really enjoying. Actually, I'm finding there's a big photo community there, a big tech community on there as well. Hangouts are just. In incredible fun. It's a lot of fun hanging out in there. Um, I wish they would kind of get public hangouts working in a really sensible way because I kind of, when I look back on this, um, when I look back across this, you know, ICQ and IRC were just incredible ways of meeting people from all around the world and just finding out about them. And I really think that the Google Hangout could be a, a good return to that actually, and probably a more safe and trusted return with the video and voice element in there as well. So, but I do like Google Plus. I think it's cool. Um, I think the concerns that people have about Facebook, which have kind of grown as a as a as a company, their requirements aren't in line with 
you know, a person's requirements entirely. And I think Facebook are kind of headed off in a slightly, in a possibly dangerous direction in that respect, whereas I think Google are aware of that backlash. And while they are too a, a commercial company with problematic privacy issues at times, I think they realize that they need to be not, they need to not be Facebook. So that's kind of a welcome change at the moment, I think. But I do like Google+. Plus. Um, you can find uh, you can find me on all of these services. Um, um, there are, should be links to most of them on the podcast.scotthewitt.co.uk site. But if not, if you just go to scotthewitt.co.uk, you can find them there. And feel free to follow me or say hi to me or anything like that. That'd be really cool. But there you go. Anyway, that was just a little chat about how I how how I do my communication. The moral to the story is if you want to speak to me, then send me an email. That's the best way. Anyway, that's the end of today. Um, I'll see you on Saturday. Bye. <laughs>